This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go-to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street, Maidstone. Bluebutterfly.co.uk. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Hello and thanks for downloading today's podcast. I'm Jamie Long. It's Friday, August the 20th. And first, Kent's MPs hoping the situation in Afghanistan could change some people's perception of refugees. Thousands of people have made the dangerous journey across the Channel over the past few years. Canterbury's Rosie Duffield says seeing what's happening in Kabul should make people more compassionate. Make no mistake, people are not looking at holiday brochures and saying, I know I'd quite like to go to that little island, that cold little island in the middle of somewhere I've never been before where I don't speak the language and I have no connections. These are people who are desperate to make it to anywhere where they can be kept safe. We're lucky enough that when they're here, they do become involved in the community. They do really want to work hard and you know become part of British life. But their first choice obviously would be to stay somewhere, their own home, if it was safe, but it just isn't. People seeing the actual footage, the desperate pictures we saw the other day of people trying to get onto planes and eight, 900 people crammed into that cargo ship was clearly incredibly unsafe, but you know, they did it anyway. That just should show us how desperate they are and I really hope it does change attitudes a little bit. Well, the Kent Refugee Action Network have told the Kent Online podcast that asylum seekers in the country are terrified they'll be returned to Afghanistan. The charity says many who've arrived here previously had their claims rejected because Kabul was deemed safe by the Home Office. Bridget Chapman from the group is calling on the government to make sure those people are urgently granted asylum so they can stay in the UK. For a long time, um, the Home Office guidance on Afghanistan has been that it's absolutely safe uh, to be returned to and routinely about half the asylum cases that go before the courts are refused on that basis. I mean, we've always disputed that. If you or I wanted to travel to Afghanistan over the past few years, the advice would have been categorically not to go because it's simply not safe to travel there. So on that basis, we were seeing young people refused. We've been supporting them to make fresh claims. And many of them on the second attempt did get asylum. But there are a number of young people that still don't have asylum status in the UK. And they are terrified of being returned to a country that is controlled by the Taliban, who are the group that they fled from in the first place. And then there's another category of young people who are not quite in such a precarious position. They were granted limited leave to remain, which means they were allowed to stay on a temporary basis, but they have no access to the public purse, which means that they can't get any support from the state. So for instance, I'm working with a young person from Afghanistan who has just got an unconditional offer to Canterbury Christchurch University to study human biology, which is brilliant. He wants to be a nurse, fantastic. But because of his status, his class as an overseas student and the fees are prohibitive, meaning he can't take up that place at university. You know, so we're asking the government urgently to look at the cases of the young people that don't yet have asylum status and the cases of those people that have got limited leave to remain to ask that all of them be given full asylum status immediately because they are all in a very precarious position and those people that face being returned to Afghanistan are absolutely terrified. 
Next, a 76-year-old man from Tunbridge Wells has been arrested over a crash which killed a Dartford dad and left his two-year-old son in a critical condition. Four vehicles were involved in the collision on the A267 in France on Wednesday. The little boy is being treated in a London hospital while the elderly man is being questioned on suspicion of causing death and serious injury by dangerous driving and failing to stop. Elsewhere, a man's appeared in court over violence on the night someone was murdered in Maidstone. 21-year-old Andre Bent was stabbed to death after fighting broke out in Jubilee Square in August 2019. A 17-year-old was jailed for his murder, while nine others were sentenced for violent disorder. A 30-year-old now faces the same charge and is due at Crown Court next month. The Kent Online Podcast with Blue Butterfly, Earl Street, Maidstone. Now it's feared the A&E departments at a Kent hospital can no longer cope with growing patient numbers. Ishmael Kawaja has the details for the Kent Online Podcast. Well, the emergency unit at Ashford's William Harvey is currently used by around 280 people each day and pressure has increased because of the pandemic. NHS targets say 95% of patients should be seen within four hours. But across East Kent hospitals, that figure is currently about 74%. Bosses are planning to expand the A&E department to keep up with rising demand. That includes increasing the number of treatment spaces from 60 to 69 and creating more parking. Next, it's claimed one of Kent's oldest pubs is being beaten and bruised by motorists treating a village high street as a rat run. The Darnley Arms in the street in Cobham is said to have been repeatedly scraped by drivers mounting the curb and speeding through the narrow road. I've been speaking with Trudy Mochery, who's the owner of the 12th century pub. We are on a narrow street, um, really only uh, wide enough for one car to pass. And there's always been an issue with the volume of traffic, um, but over the recent times, it's got really severe and bad. Uh, they have put um, plastic bollards on the opposite side of the road to the pub, which is to stop the cars from mounting the car path, because it is a hazard. They do mount the path to be able to get two cars past. But then that has forced the traffic, the cars to come outside, nearer to the building, and we've only got about a two-foot bit of path on this side of the building. It's not even that wide. It could be less than two foot. And we've had three incidents now. One where they've hit a boot clean, boot ship. It's like a boot cleaner. And that's been damaged severely. That's been hit twice. And then we've had another one that scraped the paint off, actually off the side of the wall as you enter the door. And then last week, um, there was a truck that did hit the corner of the building. Now, I've brought my concerns up with the local parish council and Kent Highways, informing them that I'm not happy with the bollards because we're going to end up having a car completely into the side of the building because of the speed that they come through the village and nothing is being done. And I suppose, uh, is there some concern as well uh, about internal damage being caused by the knocks that are happening at the moment? Yeah, because if a car, <clears throat> they are coming that close, that they will be in the side of the building, which will be, right, you know, they'll be sitting in one of the, one of the bar areas if they do come to the, into the side of the building. It's just not us. It's from the whole stretch of the street, the volume of traffic. <clears throat> excuse me. It's the whole stretch of the street. It's the volume of traffic and the speed. You know, when the A2 is congested, we are the complete rat run for the whole of the A2. Well, the county council say bollards and double yellow lines were brought in to address concerns and they'll continue to investigate. 
An investigation's been launched after a property in Medway was targeted by two separate intruders in one night. A man broke into a home on Flora Way in Who earlier this month and stole a bank card and cigarettes. Just hours later, a second man went into the property's garden. You can see a computer-generated image of that suspect at Kent Online. The Kent Online podcast with Blue Butterfly, Earl Street Maidstone. Now, Medway will have to beat 19 other locations in the UK if it's to become City of Culture for 2025. A record number of places have put in a bid for the title, including Bradford, Cornwall and Southampton. The new winner will be announced next year. Designs have been unveiled for the next phase of a housing development in Ramsgate. In total, 785 properties are being built as part of the Manston Green project, along with a new school, shops and community hall. You can see pictures of what the latest stage might look like at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online Sport. And in football, Gillingham will be hoping for their first win of the season when they welcome Morecambe to Priestfield in League One at three o'clock tomorrow. Manager Steve Evans won't be on the touchline as he's been given a one-match ban and £1,000 fine for abusing the referee during last week's Carabao Cup game at Crawley Town. Jules defender Jack Tucker says they'll be working hard to keep out goals. It's disappointing not to have had a clean sheet yet. Because I felt like we've worked hard as a, as a unit, not just a back four. Uh, defensively, everyone works hard for one another. So it is disappointing, especially to have conceded late in two games. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure that will come. If, if we pe- keep putting the good performances together, then I'm sure we'll be fine. I think we're definitely improving more and more every day. And every game, that's only going to get better. I don't think we're far away from where we were last year and where we will be need to be for the rest of the season. I think uh, we know what we're doing out on the pitch. So it's just a case of getting those minutes in the legs and then... The games only get more comfortable in the future. They've had a great start to the season, so that, that's never something that would go through our mind because teams come down, teams come up every year, and we have the utmost respect to them, uh, but we're not scared of them. We'll go out of our game plan, and uh, hopefully if we carry that out well enough, that should be enough to bring us home the three points. It will definitely help, obviously, having the fans back because they are our 12th man, so that that'll be a big boost for us this season. Uh, I think the season before last week, we scored a lot of late goals just where we're attacking that rain and then they suck the ball into that goal. So that's, de- that's definitely something that will look to have happen again, I guess. Well, that's all for today's podcast. We'll be back on Monday with a new episode. I hope you have a fantastic weekend, whatever you're doing. In the meantime, don't forget you can download the IM News app to get access to all of the KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Butterfly, the go-to cocktail bar and place to meet on Earl Street, Maidstone. BlueButterfly.co.uk.